I've said this a few times, the the number one um, thing to do if you want to be a successful mm. property investor is find a hobby. Um, mm. that, that's not got nothing to do with real estate. <laughs> because once it's you true. buy your properties, leave them hell alone. Leave them alone. Yep. 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 Let the them best do properties thing. are the ones you don't know you got, right? They just tick away. You're listening to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard. Here's your host, Tabitha Bright. Hello and welcome to Property Investor Tales, stories from the front yard where I get to speak to property investors from around Australia about their investing journey. My name's Tabitha Bright and I'm the head of coaching here at Positive Real Estate, where we help people build wealth through property. With over 8,000 clients across Australia and New Zealand, there are some incredible stories to tell, which hopefully make your investing journey that little bit easier and will inspire you along the way. So my guest today is the founder of Positive Real Estate, Jason Witten. We're super lucky to have him today sharing a lot of the stuff around mindset because we discuss the importance of being curious investing in your emotional intelligence, your EQ, and how to get out of a poverty mindset to successfully invest and get great results. So enjoy this conversation with Jason. Um, Well, folks, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm super excited because I have our founder uh, of Positive Real Estate, Jason Witten, and uh, Jason is responsible for starting Positive Real Estate. Uh, I had him as my coach in the early days of my investing, and we're super, super lucky to have him today because I tapped him on the shoulder and I said, Jace, if there's one thing I've learned from you over this journey, like you and I have known each other, what, 14, 15 years now, and if there's one thing I've learned on this journey, it's... Um, your mindset and how you view problems and challenges is critical to your success. And I always say to people, if there's one thing about you that I take my hat off to you is your capacity when there's a challenge to push through it and to pop out the other side, even if everyone's telling you why it can't be done. So tell me, I guess from your perspective, what goes on in your head? Because, <laughs> you know, there's no been some bumps and scrapes. Just a big question straight out of the gates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm hitting you between the eyes. <laughs> no, listen, it's an interesting one. You know, over, you know, I've been entrepreneuring. I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, attempting to be an entrepreneur for 22 years and yeah. positive is been going 18. Uh and I do reflect on these things often. Um, but one of the things I think for me, certainly for me, is that uh, I enjoy an adventure. Um, and uh, I've seen all of the uh, the experiences that I've been blessed to have, you know, in my life so far. And investing is an experience or, and, and an adventure. You and I both know that one. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone listening in, you know, you're like, whoa, this is something interesting and different. And so, you know, I think that for me, the material thing is that uh, I've always loved an adventure um, and uh, the idea that uh, learning and and uh, uh, understanding something along the way, learning something about yourself, learning something about the world, investing, whatever that might be, has always been kind of like a benefit of of an adventure. I've never, I've never been one to like 
much of a sort of uh, an everyday drudgery routine. So, um, and I think that's for me when the tougher times come in all of these things, it's about, um, you know, what have I experienced and what have I learnt from those mm. experiences? Certainly in the young years, my young years, I, I, that I was kind of a little bit um, almost uh, over the top with it. You know what I mean? Almost um, flippant with the experience. Uh, but as I've matured, I sort of consider those experiences uh, a little bit more often before I dive headfirst into them without uh, without some <laughs> without some <laughs> adjustments, if you know what I mean. But uh, yeah, certainly for me, it's been a love of an adventure. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I still think there's plenty of adventures to come. Um, <laughs> there certainly are. <laughs> Life's an adventure. All those cliches. What is I it? Think... A daring adventure or nothing, Helen Keller. Um, <laughs> Well, Ben, my hubby, he um, he came up because, um, as you know, I have you have a love of climbing. I have a love of trail running. Um, I have managed to not mention that in my podcast well, so yeah, far. There you so, go. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I need one of those signs taped on my back saying "Don't talk to me about running." But um, <laughs> one of the things with trail running, and I know it'll be the same with climbing, is it's problem solving, and so yeah. you have to expect a problem. And there's going to be a challenge. And Vin said to me, it's not an adventure until something goes wrong. And I thought that is such a good saying. It's now like I'd, I'd have it as a tattoo if I could. Yeah. Um, but it's true. And it, and it comes back to that whole thing about an adventure, be it climbing, be it property investing, be it business. You can guarantee something's going to go wrong. Um, and do you find after, say, 20 years, 18 years of coaching people, um, would it be fair to say that a lot of people are looking for a problem-free investment ride? Yeah, I think there's some misunderstanding about certainly property investing. It's huge misunderstanding. Mm. The idea that, uh, you know, I talk about this often, you know, the idea of capital growth is that is if, it, if your property grows in value, you're, you're a success. I think that's like vain and, and um to be honest, quite one-dimensional. Um, at the end of the day, nobody knows what the market's going to do. Um, you know, and anyone who tells you that is full of shit, basically. Excuse the French. Uh, but what we do know with a higher level of certainty, certainly not 100%, mm. the longer you own something of good quality, the more likely your values will rise. That's the only yeah. thing we know, which is lots of data and information. So, yeah. so the game is, Tab, the game is go the distance, last man standing, right? Because the good time Charlies, you know, come along and it didn't grow in value and they chuck their toys and yeah. don't cry in the soup and they want to be a victim and blame someone else and, rah, 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 you know, all this rubbish. Um, and, you know, that's it's just a like a precursor to life. Get over yourself. Nothing that you ever do... Um, uh, won't won't come with without problems, and property is certainly you know <laughs> not one of those. You, you and I have done this many times. You know, there's fifteen or twenty people involved in one property transaction. Yeah, or yeah. you know, fifteen or twenty different yeah. personalities and and all of those sorts of things. And I think um, I think uh, you and my friend Scotty Harris um, you know, says it quite well. You know, what's a what's a normal problem and what's a not normal problem. And uh, there's huge amounts of normal problems in property. Uh, and I find rarely, 
after mm-hmm. 18 years of coaching that there's a there's many abnormal problems. Like most of them are pretty normal and you, you'll get through, no problems, no issues. Yep. Just the way it is at the moment, interest rates up. Well, that's a normal problem. Who cares? Yep. Like that's what happens, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think the ability for us to understand that there's going to be plenty of problems, but they're worth having. Problems worth having. Because unless you're dead, uh, you don't. You won't have any. <laughs> like that's the only place you won't have problems in your life, really. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, there's so many analogies around this stuff too. Like... What is that one? Um, uh, opportunity or success disguise, comes disguised as hard work or a problem, um, which I th- totally believe is true. Um, I think the amount of people that I meet that choose not to work with positive real estate are often people that are wanting an instant result, uh, the secret sauce that um, you know nobody's going to know about um, that will propel them <laughs> into you know into some kind of success but it's not is it it's it's um it is hard work it's boring um oh, yeah it's dull <laughs> like you buy one you're like oh i've got to wait yeah you do um <laughs> that's how it works this is why we climb and run right yeah 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 <laughs> yeah I, I i i've said this a few times the the number one um, thing to do if you want to be a successful mm. property investor is find a hobby um, mm. that, uh, that's not got nothing to do with real estate <laughs> because once it's you true. buy your properties, leave them hell alone. Leave them alone. Yep. 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 Let the them best do properties thing. are the ones you don't know you got, right? They just yeah, tick right. away. Yeah. 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 And so if I was to delve a bit deeper, um, what is the process in your head? Because Self-development is something that often gets tarnished with the foo-foo. You know, people say, oh, self-development, so Anthony Robbins, so American, so MLM, you know, like, um, and people can be very cynical about the self-development space, but I know it's one that you and I believe very strongly in as far as coach, being able to coach yourself and your emotional intelligence, your EQ. So what is the process? So there's a challenge for Jason, and it's a challenge that's going to demand a bit more of your attention. Um, I know for me, when I have a challenge that is like that, often it starts off with me not sleeping. So I'll go through the thing of lying awake at night and I try to coach myself. So I know there's no point in me trying to sleep. So I get up, have a cup of tea, try to make it not bigger than it is, and I have a process I go through. Do you have something similar where you know you have to break it apart? What does it look like to problem solve for Jason, who's practiced this over a long time, two decades? Yeah, yeah. Mm. certainly. And I do 100%. Once I notice that I'm overreacting or over giving something more energy than, than I should, yep. Um, yep. number one thing for me is give it some distance. Huh. What does that look like? Well, 99% of the time, there's nothing that you can do, nor should you do instantly when there are challenges and problems. Like, you know, unless it's life-threatening, you know, a lion's about to eat you. Um, So, (laughs) you know, number one, give it some distance because uh, you and I both know a bit of this science about our brains. You know, when we are acting in fight or flight mode, you you become stupid, you become dumb, uh, chemically dumb, okay? And, And it just makes you dumb. You don't want to think because your body needs to react and you run away. Yep. Now, um, or you do something, you know, you, you lash out. In, in, in terms that we can all understand, 
we might say something, we might get on a, a forum and write something. Like, yeah, this this fucking keyboard Emails. Shit. Emails. <laughs> you know, emails oh, and text messages. Yeah, you, you might say something to someone you love because you're stressed or whatever. Like, So number one thing for me is give it some distance. Like, notice that there's a challenge and a problem. It's not life-threatening. Yeah. Give it some distance and then go through, you know, the things that you were talking about, certainly. You know, mm. uh, uh, I, I always like to... Um, get out into nature if it's a big problem because I find I think really well when I'm in, in nature. Certainly sleep and some good um, hydration and, and, and uh, you know, some, some food and, and those sorts of things are pretty important, you know. So yep, yep. absolutely go through that process. Give it some distance. It, it's not going to end your life right this moment. Um, think through a few things. And uh, if, um, if you get to that point where you're a little bit more balanced, a little bit more... Um, less triggered in the moment, then the next part is to go through pros and cons. Now, you, you and I have seen this from um, yep. um, oh, help me out here. Um, not Robbins, the other one. Um, oh, um, well, now you've asked me. I'm uh, going to get totally blank too. <laughs> Di Martini. Di Martini. Just had a mental blank. Oh, I was just. Yeah, Dee Martini. But, yeah. you know, Dee Martini, you go, you know, write down all the positive things about this, write down all the, you know, supposed negative things about this, yeah. pros and cons, and you can, you know, work through those things. I do that often. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, for me, it's important to understand, you know, get to the bottom of whether it's a real problem. There's some there's some real major issue here that you've got to get ahead yeah. of. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, um, you know, it's not really uh, – a major issue you just got to be aware of it um mm -hmm. last but not least tab one it took me a long time to get this as i matured because uh one of my uh less uh excellent personal characteristics is to <laughs> is to avoid conflict um and that's got oh. to do with how i grew up but um uh so you know if there's something that you've got to go and do um, I think you and I have talked about this many times, especially in business and whatever. Yep. You've got to ride out and meet it. The, the sooner you ride out and get it, the sooner you ride out and take it on, the sooner you ride out and confront it, whatever so that true. is, yeah. uh, you know, you catch it before it's big. Um, Kill a monster before it's a baby. No, yeah. Kill a monster when it's a baby. I always get that <laughs> one wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you yeah. notice something, it's a problem, don't ignore yep. it or, or don't pretend it's going to fix itself and, you know, get on it early. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's my process. I've been doing yeah. that stuff for a long, long time. And certainly uh, often when I give it some distance, it just often seems to fizzle into nothing else, you know. Um, I yeah. made it more than it should have been and it, it wasn't really an issue. And and I know, like, um, you and I have coached people. You've had business. I've been part of your business, but I've certainly, you know, you've had the responsibility of a business that has, you know, looked after not only um, our team, but also a large cohort of clients through some tricky patches, GFC being one of them. And I remember there was a particularly um, tricky time uh, and I think most businesses had a bit of a tricky time through the GFC. And I remember you saying to me that when you had some tougher stuff to do to get the business through, you'd do it in the morning. You'd eat your frog in the morning. Yep. Um, tell me about that process. So because it was important that you gave yourself some something to look forward to, but something to you had to 
sort some stuff quickly. Yeah, get it done. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. you know, certainly uh, sometimes we need to understand our our mental and emotional capacity for making good decisions might be there might be a you know a prime window and for me mm -hmm. prime window was in the morning you know yeah. from about eight until midday um yeah. uh, is is a prime window for me uh, that's why i get up and i do my uh you know live streams in the morning at eight o'clock and and, <laughs> yeah, gotcha. and and so on and once i'm sort of about one or two o'clock in the afternoon that I, I i'm done for prime activity you know uh, mentoring yeah. nights are usually a bit of entertainment and fun um, yep. But uh, really, I'm I'm done and dusted. Any sort of you know major thinking or whatever, uh, I'll put off till the next day. So for me, that and you know once once you've sort of knocked over something large or eat the frog first thing in the morning, then you can yep. sort of go right. I can deal with some other stuff for the day. I don't have to deal with multiple problems you know in a row. So yep. for me, that was always a, a prime time where I could handle a little bit more stress and pressure. Yeah, um, I call it redlining. You know, um, yep. in your in your day, your emotional, mental capacity, you can redline for a little while. You can rev the engine a bit, bit past its safety <laughs> safety zone, but not for too long. You know, so <laughs> yeah, you yeah. put some more oil in the engine or whatever that, the analogy it, is. Yeah. <laughs> Drive it a little less uh, intensely um, as, you, as you go. So yeah, no, that's always been a really good good thing for me. You know, one one thing both you and I know about real estate. If you're a property investor, things happen slowly. You know, That's it is true. not. It's yep. not like the. It's not like the share market. It's not like other investment vehicles where things can happen like almost instantly. Yep. And that's why I love about real estate. You know, it's it's not death and bleeding instantly. You know, things mm -hmm. things can happen. You know, at a reasonable pace, and you don't have to sort of uh, you know overreact at a moment. You can give yourself a little bit of space to troubleshoot and problem solve and work things out so you know that's that's um i think yeah. that's been a sort of bit of a blessing really um for, for mm -hmm. the property world that's for sure yeah and, and i think the other thing i know having worked with you for so long is um you're always very active in looking for other mentors um you're always interested and i think it's curiosity i think as soon as we to me, the definition of aging, um, and you and I joke about us becoming old bastards, but we, sorry, excuse the French, but we are over time slowly getting a bit older. I'm older than you, so I can say that. But the definition to me of aging is that, I can't think of the word now. <laughs> Funny. The definition coffee, of aging is I can't think of the word. <laughs> Showing your age now. Showing your age now. When you, you know, when you calcify, when you when you stop, when you stop being curious, when yeah. when you accept things as they are, and you just it, to me, it's that sort of couch potato, but in your head, right? Yeah. Um. And one thing I know about you is that you're very curious. So your curiosity, I think, has served you really well. Like you're always looking to understand why somebody did something um how it worked out for them how could you implement that would it serve the business the clients you're investing you know um wherever it sort of fits in would that be fair listen i've lo always loved learning right, hmm. right from yep. right from you know an early age you know yep. um academics but were, were, i was not academic i didn't it didn't particularly enjoy school in in yep. that sense um but i, I love learning it and to this day, there's not a day go by where I'm not 
learning something about a subject or whatever it might be, you know, yeah. um, you know, it's never been easier in human history to absorb information and try to make, try to make, uh, you know, your mind a little bit sharper and, you know, a bit more learned at the end of the day. It's an interesting one though. I heard this the other day, which is, which is pretty good. Um, I love the idea of connecting dots, like how things relate to each other. But you've got to be careful that you don't collect dots rather than connect dots when it comes to information um, and uh, sort of cherry pick things, you know, you know, um, when it comes to data uh. and those sorts of things, which is quite cool. I like the idea of like, you know, I'm trying to understand how things connect rather than collect bits of information that I can, you know, regurgitate back in a very biased manner. Like we all have, we all have a, a bias and, um, you know, you, you and I have chatted about this before. Mm. Yeah, we have, so we have over the years, you have people sort of say to us, all right, well, you know, I, I, I'm working with X, whoever, because they're unbiased and you want to have a little fucking chuckle. Like that's, that's a bunch of bullshit. What an absolute lie. <laughs> You're kidding yourself. Nobody on the planet is unbiased in any yeah. way, shape or form. And if someone's so unbiased that um, they're going to give you what? Information? So, some information that has nothing to do with you. At the end of the day, what you must understand is that everyone has an agenda. Everybody, saying that to me everybody's got an agenda. Working together. <laughs> everybody's got an agenda. What you must know is that that's that's cool. And does cool. Tab's agenda align with my agenda so I can get the outcome? And we both know we've got agendas, and yeah. um, and that's that's super cool. And um, yeah, don't don't kid yourself that you know someone's unbiased. That's a bunch of shit. It's just find the people <laughs> who are moving in the direction with some skills or some talent or some services that you need. And get it done because you know you need mm. to manage your own. So, yeah. When when I realised that, when I sort of that was a little epiphany many years ago, I stopped having these challenges about the world, like oh, everyone's out to get you and all this sort of rubbish. You know that sort of yeah, it's yeah. a very poor yeah. psychology. It's it's actually a poverty psychology. Yeah. You know, just so just to understand, everyone's trying to do their thing for in yeah. in their way, whatever that is. Understand, learn what it is. Uh, understand their motivation. That's why I love learning things about people and things. Mm. And then see if it fits, see if it's going to help you get you to where you want to go or learn what you want to learn or get what you want to yep. get. Um, and, uh, you know, if we can balance that up with some some values, decisions about making sure, you know, we don't ruin the planet and all those mm. sort of things, then, then you know, it's a, it's a great way to roll, I think. It's interesting. I know over the years I've coached people and they've said to me, well, explain to me how your business works, how, how positive real estate makes money. And I've always welcomed those conversations. It's been um, it, because just because somebody is benefiting or getting remunerated from something doesn't make it bad or evil. Personally, I'm far more suspicious of somebody that expects me to give them advice and work hard for them and not get paid for it. <laughs> I think that's like such an unequal conversation, you know, situation in the universe. It's, There's it's, no equal exchange. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and that makes me very suspicious. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it just, I mean, that's just not how things work, right? I mean, no, nobody anywhere in the whole ecosystem of, mm. uh, of our economy 
yeah. uh, does does anything for free, and nor should they. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ludicrous. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, you want a bunch of people who've got great skills uh, to give away their stuff for free. Um, you know, it, it's an absolute. It's mm-hmm. it's just ludicrous. It's just like um okay, well let's, you know, let's not pay doctors. Uh, let's not pay train mm-hmm. drivers and see how that rolls. You know what I mean? Like what it. Like everyone has a skill and there's some value to yes. that skill yeah. uh, and how they structure that to be remunerated um, is uh, vast and multiple and amazing and I love it, you know, <laughs> and um, and that's, that's the way it rolls. Yeah, th- those who um, have a challenge with that um, really have to ask themselves what the challenge is actually with and it's actually with money. They've got a problem with money. Mm. Uh, they've, they've got a scarcity mentality. Uh, and a poverty mentality, you know. You cannot help anyone if you're poor. You've got no resources, you can't help a soul. Matter of no. fact, you, you're flat out helping yourself and you become a burden to the very society that you believe, you know, should be looking after you. Um, and, um, you know, in my head, if you can take care of yourself, that's at least one thing yeah. that, you know, everyone else doesn't have to do later on, you know, um, yeah. in that sort of space. But anyway, yeah, but... Hopefully that was answering your question. <laughs> it was, it was, and it was interesting because it all all forms part of the psychology. Because I remember when I first started on this journey, I understood I had to shift my psychology around what wealth and some of the stories I had around money, but I didn't know to what. Yeah, and I didn't know the questions that I should be considering, and. I'm always looking for a fair exchange. Like I don't mind paying people. And it's the same. i tell you where I often see it too, and you'll laugh at this one, is property management. Mm. People like I remember reading a Dolph DeRue's book like years before I met you, years and years and years ago, who Dolph DeRue's, for those of you that don't know, is um, kind of like the granddaddy of investing, probably started in the 80s or something. He's got the something. Olden days. Yeah, the, <laughs> the olden days. Um, <laughs> and he was saying that he never shortchanges a tradesperson or a, or a property manager because, you know, the other people that look after your property and um, are looking after your asset. And if you're busy, like trying to, you know, um, I'll use this term, screw them down for like 1% or something, like do the math, 1% will be like 200 bucks over the year. But now you've got somebody that feels like they're not, they don't have a fair exchange. Why do they want to look after your property for an ex, you know, for 200, $200 not, not appreciated, less. not appreciated, whatever. Like, you know, just think of that. You go, oh, you, yeah. you go into work this week and you go, oh, listen, last week we paid you X, but this week, yeah, nah, can you drop it? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, 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 it, it, like putting in perspective, it's, mm. you know, it's, it just doesn't make any sense, does it? I mean, at it, the end of the day, doesn't. you know, no. especially property managers, you're like, you know, yeah. They, they do so much work um, in yes. the world of property. And they spend more time in your property than you ever will, ever will in your entire life. Yeah. You add up the hours that they spend looking after your property. Oh, you know? And it's nuts now with all the, <laughs> all the you know, um, yeah. bylaws and everything. It's it's yep. insane. And so it's, it's not that you can't negotiate, and negotiating is a good skill to have, but it's understanding the value of something rather than the cost of something. Yeah, um, and, and you find poor yeah. people go, what's that going to cost? You know, mm. you know uh, what, what, I'm gonna, 
you mean I had to have to spend that much? You know, it's like, and yeah. they're the wrong words. Words are powerful. How much am I investing and what's my return? Um, huh, and, right. um, you know, Love and it. what value, you know, invest, yep. return, value. Okay. You know, it, you know, a poor person knows the price of everything, but the value of nothing, right? Um, because they yep. just, they don't understand it. Like you can't save yourself wealthy. Okay. Mm. And it. this is the thing, like, yep. money doesn't drive me. Like I, I, I'm not like I, I want a million dollars. That's not what I do in my world. But I know many people who love the idea of a million bucks, five million bucks, whatever it is, it's their goal, which is perfectly fine. I don't judge that in any way, shape or form. But what I do know when I'm measuring my progression is my ability, my financial ability to do the things that, that are important to me. Look after my family, yeah. make sure that, um, you know, in the future, you know, um, I can have a passive income, whatever it is, mm, whatever it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's an interesting thing. You like, like you said, you don't know, you know, you know, you had to change your money story, but n not necessarily what to. Yeah. And, and, and I had the opposite one for a while. Uh, and it took me a little, little while to reconcile it. It was like, um, uh, all right, well, you know, if it's not five million or ten million, or I, I want to make a billion dollars, then, then you know, where do I fit that as well? Do you know what I mean? It's like, so it's just like, well, you know, the idea of enough. I, I don't think that's a good word. I, I just need enough. Just you know, the the goal or the budget that you're aiming for when you achieve it, then great. Then what is the plan after that? Is it to to hold mm. your properties and and manage them and maintain them? Is there a couple of other little strategies along the way. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting to think through those stages as we as we grow. And for you and I, this mm -hmm. sort of 15-year journey we've been on together in coaching, you can see these sort of these parts, these three or four parts that nearly everyone passes through, you know, in it's their true. life, especially investing, you know. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. And now I know your your time is uh, is valuable today. I know you've got a couple of things you need to do. Tell me, I've got a couple of questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do anything mean. Um, your top three tips for people looking to start investing. What would you say to somebody that was keen to get started but was a bit nervous about it? Nervous of making mistakes. Nervous of you know. Uh, you know, it's an interesting one. Uh, right now, I would I would say choose a source of information and education yep. um, that you like. Yep. And choose one source. This is the thing. People say, I'll oh, go and shop around and read 65 books. No, what a terrible idea. Terrible <laughs> idea. Terrible. Find one you like yep. and get on with it. Because what, like, it's actually too much information, too much confusion at the end of the day mm -hmm. if you're starting if you're starting like the more information you try and absorb the more analysis paralysis you will have so my number one tip is you know have a little look around see if you find someone or, or a bunch of information that you quite like uh, and then choose to go deep on that one that's that's what i would say don't go broad because you'll confuse the shit out of yourself right yeah you can go yeah. broad later Right. Yeah. Once you've got one or two or three properties under your belt, then you can then you can take a breath. That's you know that's my number one tip. Yep. Um, you know, number two tip is don't uh, uh, underestimate or overestimate. 
how long it will take. Like, just be patient. Seriously, seriously. And it's hard when you're younger because you think, shit, you know, I've been doing this for three months. When am I going to be successful, you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, just know it takes time. Uh, If you buy a property and it goes up in value, you just got fucking lucky. Don't kid yourself that you knew what you were doing. Um, Mm. And just be okay with that. Be happy with it. Like, just just go, yes, I got lucky this time, you know. but be patient and don't underestimate or overestimate the time frames. Yeah. Okay. Um, yep. Love it. And and the third one is don't become a property investor if you don't have a long-term plan view. And I mean 15 to 20-year minimum. Fifteen, Because yeah. if you don't and that's not important to you, you won't go the distance. Don't even bother starting until you're ready to go, yeah, I get it. In fifteen or twenty years' time, this is what I want it to mean to me. This is the outcome that I'm mm. that I'm looking to achieve. Because what will happen, Tab? You and I've seen this: is you know, someone young comes along and young, it, it just someone starts. It was exciting to begin with, and then it it doesn't go your way. You know, APRA came along, two thousand and seventeen. Property yep, yep. prices in many areas dropped ten percent, right? Mm. Um, and only because the you know, the data these days is so fast you can see your bloody property price on a graph going up every day, every 30 days, <laughs> yeah. which is ludicrous. Don't look at it every 30 days. Yeah. It's stupid. But, you know, you and I yeah. know. We, and you and I know, like, more people than we'd, we would we would care to, to mention mm. that bought something, they were happy when they bought it, they were, like, so yeah. excited, and then APRA came along, property prices adjusted, and they chucked their toys and, oh, property's rubbish, whatever. And yeah. they gave up. They gave up. They sold their property, yeah. whatever it is, because they didn't believe in that 15 or 20-year view of what they were doing. They had a short-term view, and yeah. um, and uh, that's flawed. Don't don't be a property investor if you have a short-term view. Don't do it. You stuff it up for everyone else, to be yeah. honest. Well, you're yeah. a speculator. Speculator. You're, you're a good time, Charlie. Yeah. Good time, yeah. Charlie, mate. Only here for a good time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, you shouldn't be in a property investor. Don't do it. Go muck around in the stock market yeah. um, if that's who you are. So they're my three. Hope they make sense. But, yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. So then uh, top books, what would be one or two or three books? Oh, crikey. Which for, which for mindset. For mindset. Because today we're essentially talking about mindset. So somebody to – and it doesn't have to be property related. It might just be just, mm-hmm. you know, what would be something that had changed your perception of? Well, well certainly Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, yep. you know, Kiyosaki. I, I don't necessarily <laughs> like Kiyosaki. I, I don't think, I, I don't get on with him, but I, <laughs> I, I love what he wrote. I think it was super powerful um, yeah. and, um, you know, so relevant to a lot of people. And, you know, his other books as well, The Cash Flow Quadrants and stuff like that. Yeah. Great educational pieces, um, foundational for me, certainly, you know, across anything, yep. not necessarily to do with real estate. If you ever get a chance, play the game, folks, the cash flow game. Um, <laughs> we might have is, to do an online one with the clients. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally, totally. Um, but, yeah, no, listen, anything by Kiyosaki in those early days was fantastic um, yep. in and around mindset. Um uh, Gay Hendricks, and it's called. Oh. Um, maybe I meant to blink like you today. Um, the 
It's about upper limiting. I'll I'll gr- I'll get it in a minute. Um, so okay. if you search it, um, actually I could search it right now. We're we're doing live video. Send it to me, and I'll uh, I'll put it in the um I'll put it in the notes in the podcast. Okay, Hendrix. Um, he's uh, uh, it's called the Big Leap. There it is. Yes. Uh, What's it called? So, yeah, the Big Leap. Um, oh, the Big Leap. The I big don't think leap. I've read that one. Oh, excellent, excellent book. Um. Okay. And um, yeah. Yep. Uh, listen, I think a few things about being self-aware, things like um, love languages, the love languages <laughs> book. You know, if you haven't read that uh, across the whole of your life, it's irrelevant of what you're doing. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. The idea that understand, you know, how you like things might not be how others likes things, and mm. you know, that's something that's um, you know. Uh, pretty important, I think. Um, Very. Yeah, and um, what else? Could the I... corresponding, um, the corresponding apologies language. <laughs> yeah, and that probably, was an uh, eye opener for me. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I was like, I've apologized. What's your beef? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm dead sorry. <laughs> uh, and probably an oldie, but a goodie. You know, is how to win friends and influence people. I, yeah. I thought that was. Um, for me, that was actually one of the books that started me on my my development journey of my own, myself many years ago. Yeah. You know, so um, there, there's a few off the top of my head, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, awesome. if, you, if you sink your teeth into those, you'll be you'll be uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll be, be well on the way on, on a good start. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and now to really embarrass you, your best song because I love a pump me up song. If ever I'm in in the doldrums and I've got to get some stuff done and I'm avoiding it, I put on a very special song and it's called um, Atom Bomb. It's Baby's Got an Atom Bomb, a 22 (laughs) megaton. (laughs) And we're all singing Baby's Song. Well, you know, it's so that's my song. (laughs) Bit of bit of Back in Black by ACDC. You know, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, or or sometimes a bit of Guns and Roses, but that can be a little bit sort of, you know, love songy. But uh, you know, yep. and then a then a bit of country, you know. Um, oh yes, you like yeah. your country. Yeah, That's Kenny where you Rogers. and I diverge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. I will. We'll end on that note. But um, thanks, Jason. Really appreciated. Um, guys, I hope you get heaps out of that. Um, please listen and re-listen to that because there were some gems in there. Um, and really, when it comes to successful investing, it is about mindset and how you see the challenges and create opportunity from them. So thanks, Jace. Awesome to have you here. It was great <laughs> to hang out. Thanks for the invite. See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Property Investor Tales. Remember to subscribe so you get notified every time a new episode drops. As you can guess, I love hearing people's property investor tales. So if you'd like to share yours, then please get in touch with me via email at propertyinvestortales at positivementor.com.au. We would also love your feedback and I would appreciate a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Remember, you can watch all of these podcasts over on YouTube at Positive Mentor or at positivementor.com.au. Until then, take care, happy investing, and bye for now.